Touchdown locked on goals. San Diego dominates the Barracuda not once, not twice, but thrice. And we'll also give some thanks on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? Happy Thursday to all you hockey fans out there. And for those of you that celebrate, it is American Thanksgiving today. So to all my friends that celebrate, happy American Thanksgiving to you all. We will give plenty of thanks a little bit later on in this podcast. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. And do not forget that this podcast is free and available across all platforms. And you can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow this very show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And for those of you enjoying this nice weather in San Diego today, well, nice today, not so much yesterday. For those of you in Southern California, we had a little bit of a wind storm last night. So I hope you all remain safe. I hope you're all eating your turkey, having fun. Maybe watching some highlights from the last three San Diego goals games because they were a lot better than the highlights from the last three Anaheim Ducks games. I'll tell you that much right now. So we're going to talk all goals today because this is Goals Thursday. Yes, I know it is a holiday today, but that doesn't mean I'm going to skip out on Goals Thursday. No, no, there's too many fans listening down in San Diego County and they're on a roll right now. So why not? Let's do it. Let's talk about the San Diego goals and their three-game winning streak. All of them coming against the, ooh, Barracuda. I can't sing. I don't want to get slapped with any fights. Anyway, so let's start things off on Friday's game. Last Friday, taking place at the Shark Tank, where about 400 fans and apparently 1,000 fans dressed as seats watch the goals take on the Barracuda. Ooh, they're going to be mad at that one. It was all goals at the start where Brogan Rafferty got things going. And then Vinny Letary, my cousin Vinny, rounded out the scoring in the first period, making it 2-0. And guess who was the spotlight player once again last Friday? Yeah, Jacob Perot, fresh off of his lacrosse goal game. He did it once again, his seventh of the season. He's on a roll. At the time, that was his eighth consecutive game with a point. Halfway to Troy Terry territory. Ooh, try saying that three times fast. Troy Terry territory. Troy Terry territory. Troy, Troy Terry territory. Ooh, that's a fun tongue twister. Jacob Perot made it 3 nothing San Diego, and that was pretty much the game. Yes, San Jose did come back and scored a couple, including a power play goal from Scott Reedy. But Bryce Kindop finally off the schneid, got his first of the season. San Diego did go on to win that game 4-3. San Jose scored a late one with a few seconds left, but it was pretty much San Diego from the get-go. They had a very fast start. Luca Dostal was pretty dominant for the first half of the game, where really it looked like he was just stopping everything, and the lateral movement was absolutely there. San Jose was peppering the heck out of Luca Dostal. I mean, at the start of the game, San Jose was dominating on shots early on, and Luca stopped them all. 
later in the game. Okay, one of those goals, I think Dostal would definitely, definitely want back. And I could see the look on his face on that first goal. He's like, I should not have let that one go. That one's completely on me. That is not the defense. And you could see the look on his face too. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes you're in goal and one just kind of squibs by and you know it's on you. That that it happens. It's hockey. Cannot... <laughs> I cannot give Luka Dostal crap for that one. You could see the look. It, it said it all. Those things just happen. And there was also kind of like some weird bounces towards the end of that second period that went the direction of San Jose. Otherwise, it would have been like a 5-1 to one game in favor of San Diego. But nonetheless, uh, the goals did win. And yet, somehow Nick Merkley and Jaden Hogbawax got the first and second star of the game for San Jose because... SAP center bias, apparently. But San Diego with a much-needed victory on that game, despite the fact that Jacob Perot <laughs> got two points in this game, a goal and an assist, so he got one of each, and he was only the third star. But we got to talk about Nicholas Bruyard. Bruyard got three apples on this play. He's becoming a master-level defenseman. Three points on the night. I think he's becoming one of the more I don't want to say underrated, but he's someone that we've definitely got to talk about a little bit more. He's already got 11 points this season in 11 games. That's really good for a defenseman. All of last season, he had 14 points. So he's almost matched his total from last season. He's taking on a more prominent role this season, especially when you have players that have graduated from San Diego up to the Ducks. And you got to have those guys that are not afraid to shoot it, one. Two, that can quarterback a power play with relative ease. And Bruyard has done that in spades. So, got to give him his due. Three points on last Friday's game. Ducks, oh sorry, the Gulls, (laughs) the Baby Ducks, won that game. And then they were back at it the following night in front of about 200 fans and 1,200 fans dressed as seats. (laughs) It was... Pretty much all San Diego at the start. For the second game in a row, they scored two goals in the first period and looked dominant doing so this time. San Diego outshot San Jose 11-6. It was a fairly easy night for Ole Eriksson Ek. He did get the win. He stopped 22 shots. But a lot of those shots that San Jose shot, um, for the most part, they were from the perimeter. Conversely, San Diego on this game... I would say 60% of their shots came from the high danger slot or came from the home plate area. Whereas San Jose, they take shots from the blue line, shots from the point, shots from outside the faceoff dots. And there was not many rebounds given by Ole Eriksson Ek. The only goal of the game for San Jose was up and close on kind of a, not a squibber, but it was a power play goal. Scott Reedy was there once again, but that was your final score, 2-1, to one. and I just talked about him, so I'm going to talk about him again. Nicholas Bruyard scored his second of the season, and Greg Prince, the Greg Prince of San Diego, got his first of the season. Guess who got the apple on that one? Nicholas Bruyard. And guess who finally got the first star of the game? Nicholas Bruyard, a goal and an assist. Getting the much-deserved respect, Bruyard was 
the main man of the game. He was by far the player of the game. Very responsible on defense. I would say those two games at the Shark Tank were his best of the season. And honestly, it's not even close. He is rolling right now. He's finally getting more and more comfortable in his elevated role in San Diego. So if you're looking at a player that can possibly take a spot later on, you got to think maybe Nicholas Bruyard can get a shot or two. I mean, yes, he is older. He is 26 years old. But this is kind of becoming a breakout year for Nicholas Bruyard. Even if he can't get a call-up for the Ducks at some point. Hey, I like him getting these heavy, heavy minutes for San Diego. He's really showing what he's made of. I personally really like what I'm seeing from Nicholas Bruyard right now. He's on a bit of a tear. A four-game point streak, which is really good for a defenseman. In his last four games, including last night's game, he's got seven points. He is on a streak. He's on an absolute tear. He should not be afraid to take shots. <laughs> he shouldn't. Because he's got a good one. He's got a good shot, folks. So I like seeing Nicholas Bruyard. And I think that's what this first segment is really all about. Like, we got to give it up to those glue guys. Those defensemen that don't get a whole lot of play. When you're on a team with the Jacob Perros of the world. And Alex Limoges, among others. You're not going to get the coverage that you deserve. So I'm going to give him the respect right now. Nicholas Bruyard, you were my star of stars this past week for the San Diego goals, and it's not close. So there you go. Uh, we're going to talk about last night's game in the second segment of this podcast. But first, let's talk about everyone's favorite protein bar, Built Bar. And today is American Thanksgiving, and if you're like me, you're getting pretty hungry. So you know what I'm going to munch on today? I'm going to munch on a Built Bar because I cannot wait three to four hours for some Thanksgiving food to finish. No, I'm going to get started right now with a delicious... I'm going to go probably... I don't know. What, what flavor should I choose, folks? While I decide the flavors, I'll tell you that on average, Built Bars have about 130 to 140 calories only 4 grams of sugar, and packed with 17 grams of protein as I open the box right now. I think I'm going to go, because I'm not driving today, Caramel Almond Delight. Which, by the way, also the official protein bar of NASCAR. If you head over to Built.com right now, you can use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar at Built.com. The best tasting protein bar ever. And off promo, uh, Caramel Almond Delight, 150 calories. I've heard very good things about this flavor. Uh, my colleagues at the Locked On Podcast Network, they also got some Caramel Almond Delight. So I will thank Built All Day for sending us samples of their delicious bars, which is why we're so enthusiastic about telling everyone about Built Bars. And I love all the flavors they have. What else did I get? I also got this Lemon dipped cheesecake that one was really good the one that i liked the most was ruby chocolate yeah i recommend the bill puffs they probably have the best flavors ever the best flavors ever including churro puff yeah this is this is off ad <laughs> off ad can you tell i'm a little bit hungry so i'm gonna munch on this built bar during the first intermission 
And then we're going to talk about last night's game back at Pachanga, where they had more than apparently a thousand fans show up at San Jose. Yeah, the fans showed up. I'll talk about that too. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to this special Thanksgiving edition of Locked On Goals. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as the San Diego Goals once again are on a three-game winning streak. They swept the series so far over the San Jose Barracuda. They've won three of the four games. Game four of this series will take place tomorrow night at Pachanga Arena in San Diego. So if you guys are thinking about making this a full hockey day tomorrow, you have a Ducks game at 1, then you have the goals game later that night. So why not check out some fun hockey action, make it a doubleheader, check out the Ducks game, and then head on down the 5 freeway. I mean, it is a 5 o'clock start, so you might show up to Pachanga Arena a little bit late, maybe miss the first period, but hey, still check it out. It's a lot of fun. All right, so last night's game... Apachanga Arena that had more than the reported 1,300 fans at San Jose's SAP Center. No, we had about 5,000 plus Apachanga Arena last night on the day before Thanksgiving. How about that? That was nice seeing the spirited amount of fans that were there, and they were a spirited bunch because the goals they were putting on the goals left and right. The aforementioned, or rather before mentioned, Nicholas Bruyard. He scored his third goal of the season, and he continues his role. And then Jaden Hobowax got the next goal on the first. That first period was kind of a weird, wacky one because Greg Prince thought he had a goal in the first minute, but it was played with a high stick. So it could have been one nothing very early in the game, but the refs waved it off, called it a high stick. And looking back on the replay, it, it was a high stick. It was. So Greg Prince didn't get the scoring started. It was Bruyard. He's been looking terrific recently. So that made it one to nothing after the weird frenetic start. And then San Jose thought they tied it up, but that was also a high stick. And then they actually did tie it up. So the first period was kind of a weird one for both sides, where it could have been two to two, but ended up being one to one. Then the second period started. And that's when San Diego decided to take over once again. It was the Luca Dostal show for most of the second period. San Jose finally got some pretty decent-ish shots on goal. And Dostal kept the bakery closed, as John Broadbent would say. And the scoring came from a couple of new guys. Yeah, first we had Greg Patterin. He scored a goal, a pretty nifty goal too. First, it was a shot from the blue line, and Patterin just slapped it in from about the blue line. That made it 2-1. to one. And then, we had a terrific moment at Pachanga Arena as Braden Tracy tried to get in deep, and it was Vincent Marlowe. No relation to Patty Moe, Patrick Marlowe, but it was Marlowe picked up the loose change, got the rebound, and that made it 3-1 to one San Diego. But the cool thing about that, that was not only his first goal of the season, that was his first goal ever in the American Hockey League. So congrats to Vincent Marlowe for finally getting on the board. First AHL goal. Congratulations to the kid. He's only 22 years old. 
he's still got a bright future ahead of him. And then after that third period, it was the Braden Tracy show. Tracy could have gotten a hat trick if it wasn't for the somewhat brilliant goaltending of Zachary Sachenko. But it was that rebound that made it 3-1. So, yeah, he was denied that goal in the second period. So I said, you know what? Fine. You're not going to give me that goal in the second? I'll get two in the third period. Braden Tracy scored both goals in the third period. It First one was a nice, nifty backhand coming in through the slot. And Braden Tracy made it 4-1. to one. Then finally, it was a terrific pass from Bryce Kindop to Braden Tracy to make it 5-1. to one. That'd be your final score. So great to see Braden Tracy get back on track. He'd been lacking a little bit in the scoring department as of recent. But really coming through on this game, he was by far the first star of the game. Got three points, two goals and an apple. Greg Patterson got a goal. Vincent Marlowe got a goal. It was a terrific effort all around by the San Diego goals. This was one of their more complete games of the season. Yeah, San Jose did look a little bit lost in that third period. But credit to San Diego for having some pretty stifling defense at times. San Jose just could not get anything past the blue line for a solid four to five shifts in a row. That's that's a, that's a game. San Diego's won all three meetings against San Jose this season. They've got one more, as I mentioned, coming up tomorrow late afternoon, early evening at Pachanga Arena. That's a five o'clock start. But the big story about tomorrow's game, I mentioned this on last Thursday's podcast, if you want to check that one out. It's the debut of the third jerseys for the San Diego Goals. That's right. Their third jerseys with their ocean blue, I guess, background. And then the goals in that classic font that will debut tomorrow night at Pachanga Arena. I'm expecting a big, big crowd for that one. So if you don't already have tickets to the Ducks game and you want to check out some fun hockey action, head on down to San Diego and check out a goals game, especially tomorrow night because the bobblehead night is a third jersey night. Those things are going to look sweet on the ice. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag. And it's Turkey Day. You have the Thanksgiving Day football matchups, but post-Thanksgiving, You have all the hockey, all the football, all the basketball happening. And you could check out the lines right at your fingertips at betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Head over to betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that's betonline.ag the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. I like pie, I like cake. Welcome back to this special Thanksgiving edition of Locked on Ducks. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And normally we have goals Thursday and I wrap up with a story about the San Diego goals. But today is Thanksgiving. So I just thought I would give thanks for the last segment. And personally, I just want to thank all the fans that have been very supportive of 
this podcast for the last two plus years. And I know I said I'd do this at some point, and I haven't done this in a long time, but I thought I'd give some shout outs because I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to make this San Diego centric first, but special shout out to John Broadbent, who him and I kind of talk on and off. He's been on this podcast a number of times. He does defend the nest. So I want to thank John for his continued support. And also want to thank a lot of the fans out in San Diego. You guys are all amazing fans out there. Some of the best fans in the entire AHL. Uh, if you guys don't know already, the Gulls fans travel around. They go to Ontario. They go to Bakersfield. They go to Vegas. Wherever the games are played, you'll see a lot of the diehard fans make it out there. And among those diehard fans that you guys see on the AHL broadcast, it is Mr. Gull himself, Jeff Bush, and his Gull's hat uh, does a tremendous job helping lead those chants at Pachanga Arena. If you saw last night's game, you probably heard those chants going. So just want to give a shout out to all the fans out in San Diego that continually make those games night in and night out. You know, Jeff is one of those great guys. We also have another really great fan, uh, Samantha Potter, who I've talked to on The Green Room. Uh, She checks in once in a while. So, Samantha, got to give you your props as well. I'll also give some props out to the Limoges family, who checks in every once in a while as well. So, big thanks to all those people that support the goals all these years. You guys are all all truly amazing. Uh, who else do I want to thank as far as goals fans? I know there's a lot of you and I cannot get to everybody, but man, there's a lot of you and you're just among the best fans ever. Uh, Audrey, I'll give a shout out to Audrey Stratton, who's another longtime goals fan. Really, really great supporter is part of that crew that makes it out to all the games. So big shout out to Audrey as well. And I'll give some shout-outs to a lot of the Ducks fans. And I'll give a shout-out to <laughs> Cecilia. I like seeing double doink as far as my notifications. So Cecilia, Savannah, I'll give shout-outs to you guys as well. And also shout-out to Stressed Out Sports Fan, who always checks in from time to time. Uh, Tim, uh, Joey Numbers, Joe Van Ginkle, always checking in. Got to give you a shout-out. Josh Nowakowski, who's always shouting out. And to the rest of you, if I left you out, uh, I apologize. But there's a lot of you out there that do check in and do listen. And I just want to sincerely thank all of you from the bottom of my heart. I'm very thankful to all the Ducks family. Yes, the veteran Ducks fans. (laughs) The Ducks family that are numerous, that check in, that have kind words to say, that support the teams no matter what. I'm thankful for all the kind-hearted and awesome fans that are out there that continue to support this podcast and the teams, the San Diego Goals, the Tulsa Oilers, the Anaheim Ducks, all the juniors players. Just thank you all so much. As far as what I'm thankful for, I'm thankful that I've been part of this network for the past couple of years, two plus years, and I've made some tremendous friends on this network, some of whom had been friends previously and I've met some of the hosts on the Locked On Podcast Network. They're all great people. And I'm thankful that I have a supportive boss in David Locke who lets me do my thing and the numbers have showed. So thank you to Mr. Locke. Thank you to our channel coordinator, 
Sean Woodley, who does an amazing job handling all the hockey hosts. I'm thankful for all the people around the network. And I'll just go outside of hockey. I'm thankful to my family. I'm thankful to my friends that have always been supportive no matter what. And I'm just thankful for my health. Yeah, I don't know what else I could be thankful for. There's probably a list of a bajillion things that I'm thankful for. But I'm thankful to be able to talk to you guys day in and day out, making this a daily podcast. I love you guys. You guys are all tremendous. And my heart is full of gratitude and thanks. All right, that is a great way to wrap up today's podcast. We will have a podcast tomorrow. It will be a late afternoon podcast. It will be right after the Ducks game tomorrow. So I'll be watching the Ducks game. That's a 1 o'clock start. Their traditional Black Friday afternoon game. 1 o'clock starts. The game should be over by approximately 3.30. So expect a podcast to drop around maybe 5 o'clock. And that will wrap up the week for tomorrow's podcast. And I want to mention this right now. We will have no show on Monday. Monday we will be off. So our traditional, or I guess now traditional, three stars of the week will take place on Tuesday. So Tuesday will be our three stars. Once again, we will be off this coming Monday, November 29th, as most of you are going to be buying stuff for Cyber Monday anyway. So yeah, just want to throw that out there right now. Uh, Don't forget that this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Odyssey, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, among others. If you want to drop me a line, you could do so at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com or you could shoot me a message on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And what else can I say but just thank you all. Have a safe American Thanksgiving for those of you that celebrate. And if you're in SoCal, be careful out there. It's really, really windy outside. Might want to have Thanksgiving indoors. So just be aware of all the windstorms we're having. And just be careful out there. And have a safe and meritful Thanksgiving. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying, please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks and Gulls, Fly together. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah.